0: This is Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Big Podcast, world headquarters. Bigpodcast.com is the website. If you're interested in growing your podcast, getting more people to listen, getting more people to pay you for it, or getting more advertisers for it, spreading your message, all things marketing, making money with your podcast, and spreading your message, bigpodcast.com is the place to go. As I mentioned, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and just outside the county, there is a preacher that is burning books. He did that just this week. He was very offended about something. He's been offended about Starbucks cups. He has been offended about masks. He has been offended about autism. He's offended by a lot of things. And when he doesn't like something or he just needs media attention, he does something like burn books or put a big sign in front of his church that says, If you wear a mask, you cannot come to church here. You know, one of those kind of guys. You can understand how that is going to be triggering for some people. I've talked about it here before. When you spread a message, it is going to connect with somebody. And this is connecting with a lot of people. They are there burning books this week. It is going to not connect and actually repel others. He's getting a lot of attention. Oh, the outrage, by God. He's burning books. What are we gonna do? A Couple of episodes ago, I talked about the satanic temple. As my friend Shrikant Joshi from Pune, India would say, it's the same story with different characters. We're all basically doing the same. We're spreading a message. Sometimes that message connects to people. Other people are repelled by that message. It connects to them, but immediately bounces off and sends them into a tailspin. That's a good message, at least as far as marketing and getting attention and riling up the base, at least as far as that is concerned. I'm not a guy who believes in burning books. My mom was a librarian and she would go through this all the time. For most of her career, an elementary school librarian, so you're talking kids, kindergarten through sixth grade, and occasionally there would be a book And some parent would hear about it and go, oh, they smoked marijuana in that book. We can't have that in the school. And they would flip out. I got another email from the Satanic Temple. I talked about this a couple of episodes ago, the initial email that I got. The second one was great as well. And I want to compare and contrast it with this Christian preacher who is burning books this week. This second email from the Satanic Temple, the first thing it says is join a local congregation. Get involved with your Satanic Temple community. Find a congregation near you. The Satanic Temple is proud to have a presence throughout the United States and in England. We are growing every day. If there's not a congregation in your community, contact us to start your own. This is important. This is how churches are built. This is how the philosophy that comes from churches has been spread. It is people getting together locally. Now we've got these mega churches these days, but if you go through my neighborhood, it's an old neighborhood. I can walk to, I mean, I can see a church from my office or what formerly was a church. It's a condo now (laughs) because the neighborhood is gentrifying. And a lot of the people who went to that church, they have moved on, been forced out, whatever. That's a whole nother discussion but they are no longer there, therefore the church moves, they turn it into a condo. Within a five minute walk, I could be at about five different churches. Maybe that's the Bible Belt, maybe that's the South, but there are a lot of neighborhoods that are like that. And my point is this, it's that local groups spread messages. When you can easily get together with somebody who shares the same belief system that you do, and you can discuss that, and you can spread it among your other friends. That is how things are built. And that's what the satanic temple is doing. And that's what the book burner is doing. He's gotten people from around the community who agree with him and they get together and they do their thing. The second part of this email, they have a suggested invocation. They say members are free to create their own or to not employ an invocation, but here's one we suggest. They're showing you how to do meetings. I grew up Methodist. If you've never been to a Methodist church, it's like Catholic light. They got a processional. The acolytes, which are like altar boys, those guys come in. A choir comes in. They're going down the center of the sanctuary. They spread out left and right. They sit behind where the ministers are. Ministry comes in. It is the same every single time. If you go to a Methodist church, at least a traditional one, you're gonna see something like that. If you go to a Mormon church, you're gonna see something like that. They have a way of how they do meetings. The book burning guy, it's a little bit different. He's not expanded as far as I know, but he has his way of doing a service. If you go there, he does a service. If you've got a Bible study through his church, he's gonna tell you, here's what we believe, here's how to do this, here's how to run this. This is how messages are spread. So number one, you have these local groups. Number two, you show them how to do meetings and you got to be specific. And the more specific you are, the better. I think the satanic temple, they've got the suggestion. I think that's great, but they also say members are free to create your own or not employ an invocation. All right, well, that's fine for them. But if you really want to spread a message, you tell people what to do. People don't like to make decisions. You are making the decision easy for them. Is it the best way to do things? Arguably not. If you got people like the ones in the Satanic Temple, those are a bunch of free thinkers. They're fine with coming up with their own stuff. and They can do whatever they want. It's a loosely knit organization. It is not like the Methodists or the Mormons. That's why I'm comparing it to this book-burning guy. They're more in alignment with him in that they're doing their own thing. Here's a third thing from the Satanic Temple. This is something that will work for you, your podcast, your audience, It's certainly working for the book burner because that's what the book burning is. It is a program. Hey, bring all your Iron Maiden records, bring all that sinful stuff you got, all your Hustler magazines, all your old VHS tapes of Ginger Lynn and Christy Canyon. Bring them, we're gonna throw them in the bonfire. Away they go. It is a program. It's a local meetup. It's got a philosophy and he's leading you through a program. Satanic Temple, they've got something a little bit different. This is the after-school Satan Club. Here's why it was formed. And this is something for you to keep in mind with your podcast. Somebody does one thing, you do the opposite. Somebody burns books, you do the opposite. Here's how the After School Satan Club started. In 2001, the Supreme Court ruled in Good News Club versus Milford Central School that schools may not discriminate against religious free speech and therefore affirm the rights of religious organizations to operate clubs on public school premises after school hours. Child Evangelism Fellowship, which mounted the lawsuit, used this ruling to establish hundreds of evangelical after-school clubs designed to proselytize to children. In response, and this is the zag part, they zig, you zag. In response, the Satanic Temple formed the After-School Satan Club, ASSC, to be introduced only in districts where the Good News Club operates. The ASSC cannot be legally denied where other religious clubs have a presence. Troll level maximum. These, these aren't worshiping the devil. This is a political organization. <laughs> They've got that name just to get attention. They've got that name because you've got the guy out in the county who's burning Iron Maiden albums. He's getting attention for what he does. They're getting attention for what they do. I'm going to go through these three things one more time. One, have local meetups where you can get people in the same room together around a certain philosophy. Number two, Show them what to do. It doesn't have to be an invocation like this. But say, hey, we're going to show up. We suggest you bring punch, cookies, spend 10 minutes talking to people, have a speaker, spend 10 minutes breaking the thing down, wrapping things up, out the door you go. Whatever. Figure it out. But show people how to do it. Give them a suggested format that works. If nothing else, share with them what you are doing so they can model what they are doing after you. This is how PodCamp, BarCamp, if you're familiar with any of these unconferences, this is how they did it. It is very easy to do, and it gets a connected group of people together. They start talking locally. You find out there are other meetups in other cities. They start getting connected with other people that are outside of their area. So it is very powerful as far as spreading the message and getting people connected to you because you're the top guy Bringing that message to people. That third thing, have programs. Do something beyond just these local meetups, beyond the services. Burn books, form an after school club that trolls another organization that you don't like. What it is for you specifically, I don't know. But what I do know is that there is a thing that you can get together around a philosophy, a training, an event, get together for that specific purpose and make something happen. If you've known of me for a while, you may remember that I did an event called Podfecta. And Podfecta was originally planned to be like TEDx, where we show you how to do the event, which was a one-day podcasting event, and you can independently organize your event based on this format wherever you are. There have been a lot of things that have been put on hold because of COVID. I'm considering bringing Podfecta back. I don't know if it's going to be next month. I don't know if it's going to be next year, but I'm looking at bringing it back when it's safe to do so. If you're interested in that, if you want to organize one, if you want me to organize one with you, let's talk. Bigpodcast.com is how to reach out to me. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the newsletter. There's a lot going on there. All of it in service of you growing your podcast, spreading your message, getting more people to care about what you're doing, making money with your podcast. Bigpodcast.com is the general site. Specifically, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you. You click on one, you get the podcast free. And as often as it comes out, got one for iPhone, got one for Android. I've got an RSS feed. Bigpodcast.com, go there, pick the way that you want to get the podcast. You will get it free. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast.